good whatever time of the day it is you are listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express. Quick trip. Quick trip. It's got to be what, the 22nd, 23rd, 28th, 40th quick trip? I don't know, but right now, right now is when you're listening. Fast and furious. Right now. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. You can email us at pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com or pineapplenipplearsehole at gmail.com. That's all one word, pineapple, followed by nipple, followed by arsehole, A-R-S-E-H-O-L-E. Yes, we stuck with Gmail, even though they wouldn't let us have asshole. Arsehole. Anywho, not to be not to be confused with the PNA podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or the... Uh, something in athleticism, whatever podcast, whatever the lame-ass thing we played last episode. I'm not playing that anymore. No, that was lame. We're not even going to check and see that if it was, was any terrible. good. terrible. I had nightmares about it. Yeah. So the other day, I thought I was having a real attractive crotch day, but it turned out I was walking around with my zipper down for half the day, because people kept staring, and I'm like, my eyes are up here. Maybe that was more attractive. And I said, I know my junk's looking good today, but my zipper was down. Oopsie! So- so I had I have a question. Go on. In synchronized swimming, who leads? Tell me more. That's a great question. I mean, seriously. I mean, so you're who, all supposed to be doing the same thing at once, but who's leading? Somebody's very much leader. Maximum overdrive. Who made who? Can you have who a captain of a, of a synchronized who made swimming? Who? I, yeah, that would be. Wow, that would be terrible. Like, I'm the captain. Of, captain of our synchronized swimming team. Yes, I I get to wear the orange cap. Um, notes that I am the captain, and uh, uh, they have to synchronously follow me. I am able to, uh, by becoming captain of the uh, synchronized swimming team, I'm also the water boy for the water polo team. <laughs> it's double duty. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. <laughs> no, the water polo team, I think they make fun of sometimes. Every now and then, it's like they don't even go for the goal, they just throw the ball at my head. They said that the, I was supposed to put a potato in my Speedo to impress the ladies. But then I got a note afterwards that said the potato was supposed to go in the front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But seriously, who the hell leads a synchronized swimming team? If you're supposed to be truly synchronized, there should be no leader. It's in the hands of God now. Yes. Yes, you have to turn it over to the almighty God. We're on a mission from God. Yes. <laughs> Lord, I got one and a half packs of smokes. <laughs> have you ever seen? Your and we're wearing one? sunglasses at night. Have you ever seen the movie Year One? No. Hank Azaria in that is absolutely phenomenal. I love Hank Azaria. He's one of my favorites. Jim Brockmire here. It's it's one of the one of the best lines ever because he's playing Abraham and he's going to sacrifice his son. <laughs> Jack Black and, and his buddy come up and they're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "Ah." Uh, Nothing. <laughs> We're uh, playing a game. It's called Bernie Bernie Cut Cut. <laughs> Bernie Bernie Cut Cut. In his Hank Azaria voice, Bernie Bernie Cut Cut. Yeah, and Bernie Bernie Cut Cut. <laughs> Hank Azaria has like 23 different characters on The Simpsons. Yeah. That was terrible. I kind of I kind of faded out. I had a vocal fry there in the middle. <laughs> I got it. I, uh, I sound like some local radio personalities. <laughs> Except with double the wind. Double the pleasure, double your fun. I double remember, the wind. I remember when Ben Franklin wrote that piece. <laughs> you got to keep up, people. You got to listen to the last episode was, to know what's going on this I episode. I was knee high to a grasshopper. 
grasshoppers, and we're huge. <laughs> I it alive. Those things were everywhere. Ah, local delicacy was grasshopper legs. <laughs> That's why they call them the cicada of the yesteryear. <laughs> yeah, what's up with those, too? Really? Have you heard any yet? Cicada. I haven't heard any. I, I heard all of this BS that my eardrums are going to explode. They're not prevalent cicadas. in Michigan. They're not prevalent in Michigan. It freezes too hard here. Oh, when well, I lived fantastic. in when I lived in Philadelphia, though, one of the summers was a cicada summer, and it was nuts. You'd walk outside, and everything just pulsated. I mean, I have heard them here in Michigan before, but I chose not to really listen to what they were saying. It drives you mad. Metal health would drive you mad. Bang your head. Uh, most surveys show the podcast is better when we don't sing. Who sings that song? Let's keep it that way. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to make you feel worse about yourself. <sighs> Unpossible. Me feel English? Unpossible. Unpossible meat. <laughs> Unpossible meat. Who should we give a shout out to? Katie McConaughey listening up there in Alaska. Her wedding's coming very soon, right around the corner. That's awesome. Another one off the market. That's not singing. That was beatboxing and humming, I think. Oh, we were in sync there for a minute. Not the band, but... In sync. I prefer 98 degrees. It's been that the last, like, last week. Yeah, it's true. That was Crazy shit. C- crazy stuff. Yep. Go crazy, bitch. My shirt showed everybody where I sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I was pitting out. <laughs> Luckily, I'm getting old enough to sweat. I don't work no more. I just overheat and die. <laughs> they just kick out dust. <laughs> like if you live on a back road and you turn your defrosters on high for the first time for the season. <laughs> And your 74 Nova just kicks out dust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see, what had happened was... <laughs> Wish I had a 74 Nova. Me too. Actually, I want a 72. That's my dad's year that he had a 72. I wish I, wish I had lots of things. I, I wish I was the full moon shining off of Camaro's hood. But, you know. Do you wish you were a little bit taller? you wish you were a baller? I wish you had a girl that look good, I would call her. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Look good. I wish I was an alien at home behind the sun. This from Wishlist from Pearl Jam. How, so is that line. I wish I was a full moon shining off a Camaro's hood. So, um, flat earthers. Flat earthers from around the globe are saying. <laughs> <laughs> from around the world, flat earthers. Flat earthers circumvented the globe to make it to this conference. Flat Earthers from all corners of the globe. Uh, we, we mentioned Flat Earthers a lot. It was, it, was, it was pretty money when I talked about how I bet you that podcast talked about well, they were Flat oh, and Earthers. and then they came up with Flat and they, Earthers. And then they mentioned Flat Earthers. Yeah. That was organic. That, was, that did not... No, we yeah. did not listen to yeah. that prior. Yeah. I had about 30 seconds of that podcast when my kids showed it to me, and I'm like, Are, is, is that any good? They're like, no, it's not. Oh, it's stupendous. We quadrupled their listenership, by the way. 
took them from 5 to 17. Thank you. That is the power. That is the PNA bump. That's right, baby. But not the PNA. Things bump. things are literally happening. Last Tuesday's episode had a trajectory of listenership that like, we've never seen before. I'd like to remind people that we are still... And we're on iTunes. We're on there. Google. We're on Spotify. We're on our website. We're at uh, MichiganMIOnDemand.com. We are, we are charting like mofo. Still in Israel. Still in Israel. We're, how many weeks in the charts in Israel? Dude, Casey Kasem would be proud. I've got to come out of a fucking happy song with a long-distance dedication about a dead fucking dog. Sorry, one of my favorite rants from Casey Kasem. So we were, we're still ranked like 282 in the U.S., and we, we are number 80 in Israel. That's right awesome. now, out of eleven thousand seven hundred seven podcasts as of December two thousand twenty, man, there's probably more now. We're probably there's probably at least seven hundred. We have more Jewish listeners than the Jews that have been killed by farts. Yes, which was another unfortunate way. <laughs> by the way, uh, listener, long time, first time caller, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, we've been getting messages from. Some of our uh, constituents, constituosos, and we did ask—I uh, forget what his name is—Joshua if he was a Packers fan. He is a Packers fan. So there's so many places we could go with that, but uh, what exactly are you packing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is your uh, flavor? Why does your Aaron Rodgers blow-up doll have all those patches around the mouth? <laughs> In all. It doesn't even have a ball anymore. <laughs> it is more than thing right now. Looks like somebody cut it in half with scissors. I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to retire, and boom, he's right back in there. Just when you think you're out, boom, they pull you back in. I want the uh, I want the discount double check uh, blow up doll. Discount double check. From the from the southern count from the southern states back in the eighties, rolling around with Jerry the Jerry King Baller. I never thought that wrestling was real until Aaron Rodgers lended his credibility to it. <laughs> now it's it's real to me. It's real to me, damn it. But anywho, well, grinding your gears over there, Adam Philkins. Drunken Everything. Phil had a bunch of gear grinds in the last episode. Everything. All right, go so, on. Tell me more. Uh, this is odd. It was like wild kingdom on my way to work this morning. Holy so I, balls go on. I walk out of the house. There's raccoons on the porch, of course. And uh, they wanted treats. I obliged. Um, it was a nice greeting, you know, leaving the house. Yeah. And uh, so I leave the house. And I French Line Road is all tore up. It's basically gravel right now. Can't go across it. Pissed off. So I got to go down to Marlette Road. Martucky Drive. Martucky. And... Uh, Getting lucky so I, in Martucky. I get like a mile down Marlette Road, and a deer goes running across the road quite a ways in front of me. And then a teeny tiny little wobbly fawn behind Yeah, me. wobbly bobbly. So then I get up a little farther down Marlette Road, and there's a damn fox running across the road. Boy, you you were like... And then I was able to see a bald eagle scavenging something in the field. You're like Crocodile Dundee this morning. Well, it was it was crazy. I was, Crikey! I was ready to uh, call that a knife. I was ready to 
to go on safari. <laughs> I need to go on holiday. It was crazy. On holiday. Oh, and there was a woodchuck. But there, I see those. Fucking woodchucks are everywhere. They're ubiquitous. Yeah. So Fuck. yeah, raccoon, deer with a fawn, uh, fox, bald eagle, woodchuck randomly along the way. What what a crazy ass. I feel like I was being attacked by Mother Nature. Like, it was a sign that it's you're seeing sign. all these things because now something's going to jump out and kill you. No. Final destination shit. I thought there might be a rhinoceros. 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 Great song by Sandy Pumpkins. Also, rhinoceri kill lots of people every year. Yes. They're horny. They are horny. <laughs> they are. <laughs> So, yeah, that was kind of weird. That didn't really grind my gears, but... Not really grinding your gears? No, but the the synchronized swimming thing really grinds my gears, though. It does. It does. It really does. Sorry, I had to hear some Wheeler Walker Jr. He's one of my favorites. He's not nearly as good as Steel Panther. Look, man, that's just like your opinion. Which is a lot of times fact. It's my opinion based on a lot of fact. <laughs> what? How can you say Wheeler Walker Jr. is he's an institution. He's country music artist. He's the best country music artist currently producing music. Which is like being, I mean, the fattest kid at uh, weight loss camp. But now you're the best buffet eater I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> you eat a buffet with the best of them. Why, when he plays three chords, he plays all three of them. That's right. Oh boy. Alright, enough of that. So, you know. I want to get that one. Mm. Oh my god. So, anyway, we've got something coming up here. What? Tuscola Palooza. Tuscola Palooza? Uh, it is August 7th. That is a Saturday. SoCalSchoolPlaza.com. Get your tickets. We will be there with shenanigans. And that's know, the name of that's the name of our two-piece band we formed. Shenanigans. Yes. I play the jug. Phil plays the string on a stick. Yes, and I'm, I'm mediocre at best. Yes, we play all the hits. Mediocre at best. I got, a, I got a song for you here. All right, all right, all right. I'm listening. This one's pretty classic. That you whooped out a bitch that was bigger than mine. You gotta listen to the hook here. That's a classic. So, these guys are actually all Berkeley music graduates. Yeah. And it, they're phenomenal musicians, and they're hilarious. So, you know, Steel Panther, when you're not on the podcast... You should never take yourself too seriously is the moral of the story. And yes, Steel Panther, if you ever on the podcast... You're on. You're you, on. you have 
a seat at any time. As a matter of fact, like we talk about our plea to Bob Seeger on the Saturday Night School of Rock. Yeah, we're a little like, more local than that. So. We could, we will, yeah, we will, we won't even talk if you guys want to just, it could be your entire episode. We'll just produce the shit. Yeah. Yep. You guys just come on. Bring Steve Gutenberg. Please. I, you know, really upset that none of you slackies have, have thrown five bucks out there on a GoFundMe. Started to get Steve Gutenberg here for my friend Phil. I'm very upset by this. I have I'm, no, I have no horse in this because so I just don't. so this morning I, I went to get up for work and I couldn't get up because I was just so depressed about the Steve Gutenberg thing. So I end up being two and a half hours late for work this morning, but nobody noticed. So is it really being late? No. And uh, so it's all because of the Steve Gutenberg thing. It's really wearing on me. Like I have dreams about this. Like why? I thought we was friends, everybody, our listeners out there. I, I really did, but um, the Steve Gutenberg thing's got me all twisted, and uh, I was just—I was looking, you know, I was looking for help. You know, I, I really, really put myself out there, and I extended uh, an, an olive branch to say that I know exactly what I need right now in life. Um, I'm having a rough go of it. I, I really am. Things, things are tough. And I just want to spend a day with Steve Gutenberg so he could be my best friend. Just for a day. His best friend. He's my best friend. And I really expect that our listeners, because we have, we actually have some listeners now as well, to, to help out and just to step up and uh, just, it's, it's kind of like my make a wish to, to get me out of my depression. And uh, instead, here we are. I'm still doing podcasts and still Gutenberg lists. And I don't want to live many more days being Gutenbergless. Um, it's an affliction, and it's something that needs to be ratified and cured. Um, the ratification of me hanging out with Steve Gutenberg for a day. And I think, confoundly, if that were to happen, theoretically, it could be um, probably one of the greatest days of my life. I mean, obviously, my children being born are two, two of the greatest days of my life. But Gutenberg Day would probably be right up there. I would Gutenberg say. Day would be huge. Gutenberg Day would really. So I mean, I could really hang my head on it. I think that would really get me through the, the next couple of years. Is uh, my day with Gutenberg? Um, we could document it. I have a video camera. Um, we could we could send snippets. Like, I I would gladly have uh, Steve Gutenberg. Some of you listeners, if you contribute, um, maybe your outgoing message for your, your voicemail, we'd have it recorded by Steve Gutenberg for you. Um, just as a nice little get back, just a little something. So I'm not coming to you, you know, asked out with my pockets empty, thinking that you're just going to give me a handout. Um, we'll give you something. We'll give back a little bit. I mean, Gutenberg really belongs to all of us, I feel like, Adam. Do you think that's the case? I, I do. I'm an institution. Yes. Um, I, I believe that everybody has a little bit of Gutenberg in them, they especially do. probably a lot of women from the 80s. <laughs> especially that lady in the hotel room? Yes. <laughs> Saying Gutenberg was her role? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. And now she's trying to hit us up to pay for the hotel. It's like, hey, you you got Gutenberg all over the sheets, not us. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm trying to... Something up here and it's not doing well. It's it's not working. It's not working. It's not going well at all. It's not going well. I don't understand. 
asked if she was a police officer, and she said no. And then she arrested me for solicitation. Uh, wait, what just happened? I thought she was going to pay me. What just happened? I'm, stuff is happening and things are going on. You'll have that on these big jobs. Hmm. <laughs> What's going on? What are you, four on ones now? What's going on? You know, that's got to be one of the most popular worst songs of the 90s. Yeah. It's terrible. Terrible. It's just, it's, it's not good. What do you think, Chuck? Terrible. <laughs> terrible. 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 All I can say is that it's terrible. It's horrible. Deplorable. What do you and think? Terrible. What do you think, Chuck? You shacked in a fool over there? Yeah, I am. I can't I, do a good job. I, lo- I love the meme of Shaq. It just says, ever since the B-52s, I can no longer sign my emails, love Shaq. <laughs> I, that one commercial where he, the Papa John's commercial where he comes in like the way he's like, you know, oh, it's me. <laughs> like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. You're seven foot two and had to walk sideways through the door. I think we know who you are. Shaq did a fool. Me it was a gift from the heavens, I feel like. He's he's pretty solid. He's funny. I think the personalities of Sir Charles Barkley and Shaq on TNT's basketball program is fantastic. It's a fantastic dynamic. Um, maybe about as good as our podcast, but not quite, I don't think. No. No, I mean, Adam carries the show. Um, I'm just here. I might carry it. But you fill you fill the bucket with lots of stuff. Yes, it's the fill bucket. It's the daily fill. It's Don't the fill up. Don't fake the funk on a nasty dunk. I said that line so many times back in the nineties. Congratulations, your fourth championship ring, man. How does it feel to be called an NBA champion again? Say that again. NBA champion. No, 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 the other one. The fourth? Yeah, say that one more time. Fourth time world champion. That sounds nice. I mean, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm happy. And, you know, I still... Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> I, I like, uh, I like Shaq. Shaq, Shaq, let's just say that a uh, snake bit your mom right up here, right in the chest area. Would you be willing to suck the venom out to win the title? No, but I will put your wife. No! <laughs> <laughs> I think Shaq did. Oh, he's Shaq and a fool. Shaq and a fool. Shaq the fool. Oh, shit. Remember when he did Shazam? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was great grown-ups. Oh, yeah, he was. Remember when he played the playhouse in the yard? Yes. <laughs> he's, he's a large man. He's a large man. This is Michael Winslow, who is also in Police Academy. He's yeah. doing all these sound effects. Okay, run him the vehicle. Five, four, three, two, one. I, I try to get Steve Gutenberg to help, like, let me call Michael Winslow so yeah. I can talk to him. Because they got to be BFS still, right? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, they made, seven, they made 17 Police Academy movies. How could you know him and not just have a voicemail message that was filled with just nothing but that? I know, right? <laughs> 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 he just, 
wild and crazy stuff. You know, uh, we, uh, we. <laughs> you know who else we need on the show? Who's that? We need Jeff Goldblum. Yes, we do. We do need him. We yeah, I, think, I think that would be yeah. great. I think Jeff I mean, Goldblum would be perfect. He Jeff would be Goldblum. a great guest. He would be very, very good. I think that would be stupendous. He would be a great guest, and you could uh, get a room from him, and you could go to rent.com, or you could get, you know, buy a house, or you could why buy a house when you could rent a house. That's what I'm saying. It's fantastic. That would increase our our listenership in Israel again. Yes. Although, you never see him and Howie Mandel in the same space. I think they're the same person. Yeah. Howie Mandel is just the, he's the Jeff Goldblum on Downers. Kind of. And as a germaphobe. Yes, yes. Well, I can't picture Jeff Goldblum as a germaphobe. He's like, mm, I'm not going to yes. touch that. You see, I don't, I don't touch. I don't touch the things that you don't, I touch you, you don't touch me. I'm Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I'm Jeff Goldblum. You're not going to touch me. It's not going to happen. I'll touch you. I'll touch you. Yes, I will. When it happens, yes, right, I'll touch you. Yes, I will. Yes, yes, I will. Yes, yes, I will. Oh, Mr. T on a commercial. I bet you the fool. That's a lot of gold. He has not aged a day, has he? No. Uh, Holy it's, shit. It's good to see he's still getting work. For eight uh, yeah, but it, it's, it's a rent-to-own place. It's <laughs> in the world, though. The rent-to-own places, I mean. Yeah. Mostly in strip malls. <laughs> Run by strippers. <laughs> oh, my. My friend's a dick, and here's why. <laughs> Whenever we'd go to the strip club, the one of the ladies would come over and be like, do you want to dance? And he'd always point up the stage and be like, up there? <laughs> I'm off duty, honey. So, we were in we were in Washington, D.C. I, I may have told this story before. I don't think so. We were in Washington, D.C. And we were there with um, some uh, business partners from Poland. Oh, and the Poles. And the one mentioned that you know, single guy, he's like 40 years old. And he mentioned, he goes, we're like, so what do you guys want to do tonight? He goes, every country I go to, I like to go to a strip bar. Fuck yeah. And we're like, all right. So we, we go to this first bar, we start getting pretty lit. And we're like, all right, we're, we're drunk enough that we can go afford to go to a strip bar. So we had just signed a, a pretty large deal. And uh, we were pretty excited about it. So we, we, go to the, we go to this first strip bar. And we're, we hadn't even made it inside. And there's a limo that pulls up, and they're like, want us to take you to a real strip bar? We're like, yes, yes, a thousand times yes, das. So, you know, our Polish counterparts are like, will they kill us? We're like, no. Okay, let's go. Because in my country, they kill us. <laughs> yeah. So we hop in this limo. They take us to the strip bar. We don't know where we're at in D.C. <laughs> and uh, couldn't even really tell you how to get back to our hotel. I remember the name of it because it wasn't like a – we were staying in an old – like old style hotel. We were staying at the Grand Funk Railroad. Yeah, it was not like a like a new hotel. Like the rooms were really small. It was like a vintage hotel. Dude, there's a great one in uh, in uh, Milwaukee called the Fister. That's like that. It's old. It's beautiful. Uh, it's called the Fister. I know. I I had a hard time not snickering when I said that name too. <laughs> but I stayed there with my ex girlfriend. Their pool is on the uh, their pool's on the 15th floor, overlooking with windows overlooking downtown Milwaukee. Oh, jeez. And I broke into the pool with my girlfriend, and I, I banged her up against the windows overlooking the city. Nice. And uh, the next morning, the next morning, we're going to leave, and one of the security guards pulls me aside. And he's like, you know we got all kinds of cameras in the pool area. I'm like, yeah. He's, and he looked at me and just said, nice. We enjoyed that footage. 
She was hot, too. I mean, it, was, it wasn't me they were looking at. She was a smoke show. Nice. I outkicked my coverage severely when I dated her. But she wasn't very intelligent. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nice person. Just couldn't have a conversation with her. Like, uh, it's not the... I mean, just built for sex, too. Holy Christ. But anyway, I dated her for a year, and she's the one that she said, we have to talk. And then she said... I think we should break up. And I said, cool. And I walked away and that fucked with her head because every boyfriend she'd ever had before, like, just pined for her and would still call her. And, well, can we get back together? And I said, cool. And she, she lost her shit. She's like, what did you just say to me? I'm like, I just said cool. Like, I was agreeing with you. What? <laughs> oh, boy. You're anyway, such yes. an ass. So, anyways, we're, we, we go to this really, really nice... I mean, yeah. we went to sit in one seat and... We were told that we couldn't sit there, and there ended up being some senator sitting there. <laughs> like, there's like, you know, secret service type guys. Of course. So we, we're, we sit back at this other table that wasn't right up against the stage. And, uh, you know, we're sitting there, and my brother decides that he's got to go up and flash money around and get a couple girls to come over and hang out with our Polish friends. So, hey, ladies, we got some big poles over here for you to hang out with. Yeah. You think that you can dance on that pole? Come on over hey, Come dance on this pole over here. So they come over and they're talking to the boyfriends and stuff. And one like she's sitting to my left, and then there's a Polish guy sitting to my sitting to her left. And uh, all I can do is I, I'm so drunk. I'm so drunk. <laughs> I'm all so I, fucking hammered. All I can do is say, "Yeah, they told us this place is classy. It's nice that you can." Naked in a classy joint, <laughs> like over and over. Like I just kept. I yeah. allow it. Yeah, that's really because she'd been up on stage like a few minutes before, and, <laughs> and I mean she was cold when she came to step us. But I, I just like, yeah, it's really nice that you can dance naked in a class place. <laughs> this is so much nicer than probably most places you can be dancing. We're putting the ass in class, and it's not. I mean, I've been to like two other strip bars my whole life, right? Yeah, up to that point, so it's like. I really didn't know the difference because I wasn't sober in any of them. They were just all generic to you at that yeah. point. But it was really nice for her that she could dance in a classy place. I'm glad to see you're not dancing in the strip ball anymore. <laughs> oh, I, looking back on it, because I wasn't so drunk at that point that night that I didn't remember things. Like, I remember all of that. And I remember thinking the next day, I'm like, man, what a dick. Dancing in that strip club that's between a toy store and a Cold Stone Creamery. So, prior to that, I was in a strip club with a uh, with my band because the other guitar player in my band, Tom, was getting married. Of course. And uh, so we went to um, which that idiot left the one that she was yeah. from all accounts that I've heard. Yep. And uh, he he left a, a Barbie doll basically with money. That was a lawyer. With and, money, yeah. you know, yeah. And, they wanted uh, to take care of him, make him a kept man. Exactly. Mom, it was a smoke show. Exactly. And he said, no, man, it's too too good to be true. Mm. Oh, man, she's so, dressed like a jelly donut. This other girl makes me sandwiches. It's like you make your own fucking sandwiches. You can go to dickhead. Subway, bitch. Yeah, I was just going to say, and then they open Subways everywhere, and now you're all set. <laughs> bitch, you can get your first ticket 20 and go down to Subway. Exactly. <laughs> I'll give you a 20 at her own free will. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, that, that time, and then... Sandwiches. Another time, there was, it wasn't, I, it might have been Teasers over in Flint, but I had a band that played at Teasers Rock and Roll Show Bar, which was hard to tell to play at because you basically had, 
you're up on stage playing, and on each corner of the stage there is a cage with a scantily clad woman in it dancing. Dancing. And uh, so that made it tough. But they didn't talk to us, so it was... After a while, you realize that you had no shot and it wasn't distracting anymore. It's hard to fret about your fret work when those ladies are dancing inside me. Yeah, that was a unique experience. So. <laughs> I, w- I would have encouraged every musician out there to play in a strip club at some point. Yeah. And that was, that was a rock and roll show bar. That's right. Rock and roll show bar. Tasers. Rock and roll show bar. Nobody. Nobody. We've got the coldest, cheapest beer in the town and the largest tits. Nobody, but nobody beats teasers. Nobody beats teasers. That made me want to open a bar in Flint called Nobody's. Yeah. Because I'm that kind of dick. Nobody's. Yes. So, let's see. I don't know. Apparently, we'll have to take a listen to the episode we recorded earlier because somebody said it's broken up like static. Cookie said that. Cookie got cheap internet. You you got that cheap damn internet. You got that, uh, you got that came out internet still? Oh, yeah, I hope it's not broken up. That was quality stuff. But we we are 34 minutes in this one. Wow, that's weird. We might have to uh, take that one down and upload a new one. I hope this one's not doing it. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Oh well, we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Oh, I've got the auto ducking turned on. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's not good. No, that sucks. Well, that kind of bums me out because that was a good episode. It was. I don't know if I can remaster that or not. Digitally remastered. Hopefully, this one's not breaking up. I'm, I wonder what would cause that. I don't know. Is it your ducking or fucking or I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what auto ducking is. We should get out of here. We should. Anyway, we've talked. We've already beat enough dead horses, and hopefully our audio is good. I don't know. Yeah, if it's not. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Mickle. This is the PNA Podcast Express. Email us at pineapplenipplearsel at gmail.com or PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Make good choices.